Hey everybody, Ezra here with Concrete Pilots. I want to start this first podcast off by saying the reason why I started Concrete Pilots, well, there's a lot of reasons. Um, Creative outlet, give back to skateboarding, because skateboarding gave me so much. I actually even think that uh, keeping a brand new skate deck along with me when I was homeless helped me get out of being homeless. I know that sounds crazy, but we'll discuss more of that on the second podcast. But right now, I just wanted to kind of break down Concrete Pilots and everything that is Concrete Pilots. I thought of the name of Concrete Pilots as a skate company name a lot, a lot of years ago. I remember being, it was either 10 or 11 years old, and I used to have a sticker on my skateboard that said Concrete Surfers, and actually that's kind of where it came from. Uh, Concrete Pilots is my ability, finally my ability to have my own skate company, so it's creative outlet, give back to skateboarding, and put my friends on. I definitely want to put my friends on and, um, you know, help prop them up to get whatever they need out of skateboarding or whatever they want to give back to skateboarding. Hopefully we can do it through this channel called Concrete Pilots. Back when I was in the beginning of skateboarding in the 80s and the 90s, uh, the end of the 80s, second half of the 80s and the 90s, it wasn't anything like it is today. Now... These kids today, of course, are going to say, well, we still have security guards and we still have drama with police and we still have drama with, you know, uh, uh, shop owners and store owners and school principals and all that. And that's cool. And I'm not trying to take away anything from those kids today of that struggle because I understand the struggle. I, I get it. But in our days, in the second half of the 80s and the 90s, it was hell, man. We were public enemy number one and what i mean by that is everyone hated us not just the cops not just the security guards not just the store owners that had the handrail in front of their their store but everyone at our schools hated us for example the jocks hated us the 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 heavy metal dudes some of them kind of got that we were into what they were into so they kind of you know some of us, some of them, you know, rode with us. I mean, you know, they, they were, they, 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 they respected what we did, but most of them didn't. The kickers, the country, you know, the, I guess what you would call them is the redneck people. They didn't like us. Uh, um, the hip hop community in some ways embraced it. And in a lot of ways, didn't, um, the country, you know, people, the country, I guess what you call the redneck part of it, they, some of them got it, but some of them didn't. It, it was, it was really, we were hated by almost everyone. The teachers hated us because we weren't doing what we were supposed to be doing, like playing football or bat or basketball or baseball. And the principals hated us. I mean, at my school where I went to, 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 to high school at and middle school, you couldn't bring a skateboard to school. 
Now, I know they have rules today of where, you know, they have those things where they say, you know, you can't dye your hair blue because it's a distraction. Well, in those days, riding your skateboard to school and having your skateboard in your locker was considered a distraction. We were hated, hated by everyone. And so to be a skateboarder back then, and I'm not trying to take away anything from what it is today, you know, people getting hassled by cops and security guards, I get it. But back then, you don't understand. They didn't want to give us a ticket. They wanted to physically hurt us. So to be what to do what we went through, sure a lot of us have PTSD, but I mean, who doesn't have PTSD in this society today, right? But, you know, for us to make it through that and for us to still be skateboarding, I'm not trying to say I'm a better man than somebody else because I did that, but you know, there's something there that that's unique and that and that ha- you, you kind of has to have to respect a little bit. You know, um that's, you know, Concrete Pilots comes from that struggle, that day-to-day fight. And you know what we went through and basically paved the way for all of you know the skateboarders today if you will um and look next year you know if this whole pandemic ends we this could be in the olympics and i still kind of you know i still kind of feel like the way tony hawk feels about it when the newscaster in san diego asked tony hawk hey tony hawk was on the news and it was this was about five years ago you know and it maybe maybe it could be probably longer maybe even and they, they were discussing skateboarding might be in the Olympics back then. I remember it was probably about more than like 10 years ago. And Tony Hawk was on the news here in San Diego. And the newscaster said, hey, Tony Hawk, isn't it great that they're discussing skateboarding and they're about to put skateboarding in the Olympics? And, and isn't that great and cool? And isn't that exciting? And Tony Hawk looked at that newscaster and said, hold on, I just want to make, and I'm paraphrasing here, but Tony Hawk said something to this effect that, I just want to make one thing clear. We don't need the Olympics. The Olympic skateboarding doesn't need the Olympics. The Olympics needs skateboarding. And it it made me feel so amazing inside to, to know that Tony Hawk felt like that. Because in a lot of ways, he's the ambassador for skateboarding. Whether you like it or not, whether you don't like them or whatever your deal is or or you love them or whatever. If you think about it, he's kind of the ambassador for skateboarding. And for him to say that and to be so straight face about it, he wasn't joking. And the newscaster even looked at him like, what do you mean? And he was going, we're the future and none of you know it, knew it. We knew it in the seventies and eighties and you still don't know it now. And so to hear that from Tony Hawk, it was like, yes, he even he gets it. With all his millions of dollars and his big house and his and his, you know, everything he has and all his legacy and, and 900 Ollies and 540s and all the every all the amazing magical things he's done, he still gets it. And that made me realize that if he still gets it, more than likely 99.9% of the people do. And You know, that feeling alone right there to me is concrete pilots. We have been piloting our own flights through this whole thing 
from the Dogtown days to the 70s to 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 Yuto Origami and Naja being at the Olympics. It's full circle. We did it. And we did it the way and we kept it where it was. Now, some people would say Thrasher magazine was a big part of keeping it where it was, and and I totally agree with that. Um we we kept it clean. We kept it dirty. We kept it where it should be. And that alone is the reason why I created Concrete Pilots. So soon I'm going to have a bunch of more podcasts coming out with all my famous friends like Danny Gonzalez, like Ethan Wheeler, like, uh, uh, you know, all these people that I know that are that are doing still doing it and and still up and coming like Ethan Wheeler. He 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 he's got so much more to do and even people like Danny who are up in my, you know, getting up there close to my age, still not at my age, but even Danny Gonzalez getting up there in age, he's still doing it. And he's still doing it with the same passion he has and the same drive he he uh as he was doing it when he was 10 years old when we hung out. You know, so that kind of love and passion for things and, and uh, 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 you know, keeping it within us and really nurturing it when it needed it, kind of like at different times in skateboarding when people said, you know, it's over, it's dead. You know, we, we didn't stop. We were just because you didn't see any of us, we were still doing it. You just weren't looking anymore. So in... in, in in, in finalizing this podcast, I just want you to say that is where Concrete Pilots is coming from, from the most purest form of the useless wooden toy that we all love. So I want to thank you for listening and uh, skateboardingcp.com. Boards are going to be available on Amazon soon. Probably by the time you listen to this, the boards will be available on Amazon and uh Hopefully I can put all the homies on and get this whole thing going. Thanks for listening.